good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you today? I am glad to be back, Kyle. It's been a few weeks and I'm just glad to be back. Yeah, there's been a little bit of vacation and road trips and work and, and just a variety trouble, of yeah. different things. Some car trouble, you got to throw that in the mix <laughs> yeah, that was of, not the, a happy uh, day, of the journey as well. But, I, but I'm here today, and I'm happy to be here. And how are you doing, Kyle? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, it's good. Uh, it's a great day. It's summer. It is, definitely. And with summer, Jeff, I found, maybe like any time of year, but I suppose that we hear all kinds of health advice that is relative to the season. Well, right? sure. You, you've heard uh, the, the summer things and the winter things and all that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, yes. So today I want to share a couple of summertime health myths that you should just go ahead and discard. So these are myths that I can just throw away. Yeah. If you've heard them before and you've subscribed to them, just get rid of them. Just, I'm going to get the garbage can out. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. This, this is all according to the Daily Meal online magazine. And uh, I just, I think it's relevant given the, the season and it's just probably time to put some of these things to bed. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Number one, the cold from your AC can actually give you a cold. You ever heard that before? Well, I've heard people hint at it, but yeah, that's folly. You don't believe it. No. You don't believe it. Yeah, well, you shouldn't believe it because it's not true. The, they are homonyms, so they sound the same, mm-hmm. but they're two different kinds of cold. That's true. And they shouldn't be confused. So nope. temperature changes can be uncomfortable, but they certainly don't make you sick. Uh, however, extreme cold temperatures can weaken your immune system. But and, we're, invite, we're not, and invite something to come in. Yeah, but we're not talking about uh, the cold from your car AC or from no, your home AC. No. So. Throw that one away. That one. That one's not true. It's gone. Uh, number two, you can't get sunburnt when it's cloudy. Oh, that's such a lie. You've heard that one before, right? Or you, through you your know clothes. That's not true. Yeah. So they say some people say what you can't see can't hurt you, but unfortunately, that is not true. Sunlight isn't always visible. That's true because sometimes it's behind the clouds. But uh, even though none of the strongest rays are peeking through the clouds, the UV rays that can cause skin damage, seep through pretty much anything. Which you can't see anyway. Yeah, you can't see the sun. You, we can't see the UV rays. Oh, you can't, oh, exactly. You can't see the UV you rays. The rays are causing the burn. You can't see them when the clouds are there or not. So you just never know. So. so the good advice is to put on sunscreen every time you go outside, even when it's cloudy. That's right. That's just good advice. Here's another one. I know you've heard this one before. You can't swim for 30 minutes after eating. Well, some of us can't swim anyway, but yes, <laughs> I have heard that one. So yeah, we've all labored under this one and uh, maybe subscribe to it or maybe not. But uh, if you've ever attended a pool party as a child, you know that mom or grandma is going to say, you can't swim until 30 minutes after Or your you, friends if they've had their mom say it to you them. Eat. Exactly. Um, but that's really not true. There, mm. there may be the worst case scenario is a little bit of cramping, but that's just a, a little bit of discomfort. Um, it, Nothing beyond that is going to be uh, the problem when you swim after 30 minutes, with the exception of consuming uh, alcohol. Well, if yeah. you've consumed alcohol, it's probably not a good idea to it, be even, even in the hours pool after you just or you, the lake. You, you want to stay away from water. Here's here's one that I'd never heard before, but if someone had told it to me, I probably would have said, "Yeah, that that makes sense. I think I would buy into that one." Okay, I'm and ready. it's it's that salt water, like or, or ocean water, is good for cuts. I hadn't heard that one either. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't heard it before either, but um, it's not true. No, it just gets So if, if someone does say that to you, then just know that it's not true. No, you have to get your dog to lick it. There you go. 
I think everybody knows that dog legs are better for your cats than it's ocean water. <laughs> Everyone should know that, right? So the, the thing is that ocean water, it, it feels like, to me, I would have bought into it because it feels like it stings, so therefore it must be good, right? It's, it's sanitizing it. Or yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the concept, but it's not true because there's plenty of bacteria and unsavory things in ocean water as well. So yes, rinsing off your cut in salt water is just risking exposure to all that bad stuff that's floating around in the ocean. Instead of submerging your cut in ocean water or salt water until the skin is healed, the best thing to do is just keep it clean, wash it with soap and water. Right. It's common sense, right? Yes. Here's another one that I've heard before that I, I, I also discarded a long time ago, but uh, butter eases sunburns. You ever heard that one? I've actually seen you've, people putting butter seen on people sunburns. Do it before. So yeah. you, you can smear a greasy stick of butter on your skin and if you really want to. And heat in, it's not really letting heat but out. Exactly. It's, it's not going to ease your sunburn. In fact, it's probably going to make it worse just because of what you said. It does trap the heat on the surface <laughs> of your skin. Instead of wasting the butter that you could use on corn on the cob, or, for or example, toast or, something, or yeah. toast, just run cold water over your sunburn and that'll help some. Here's the last one. I know you've heard this one too. Uh, but again, I hope you've discarded it. You can't swallow the black watermelon seeds. Well, if, if, that, if that were the case, I'd be dead a long time ago because I've for my whole life. There's no too need, much effort to spit them out. There's no need to go digging around in your slice of watermelon if you don't want to. Of course, spitting the seeds out is, is part of the fun of eating them. But mm. they're not going to poison you. They definitely are not going to grow a watermelon tree in your tummy. Especially since there's no such thing as a watermelon tree. They're a exactly, plant. Exactly, exactly. Or, or a vine, right? But just the seeds, just like the seeds from other fruits, they can't be digested. So your body is just going to simply pass them on through your digestive system without any ill effects. But that's why they don't want you to eat watermelon when you're in a houseboat or camping because the seeds get passed into the the, the septic system and, right, yeah. and it doesn't. They don't handle that well. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yep. Now, now we know some things that we can just. Uh, Myths that we can just get rid of. You know what? I just feel like this is a day when we're going to debunk many myths. I think that it might be. Today's guest is none other than Dr. Rodney Hansen, a, nu- a nutrition professor at Weber <laughs> State University. He earned his undergraduate degree at Idaho State University, where he was also a collegiate athlete in cross country and track. He completed both his master's degree in exercise physiology as well as his doctoral degree in nutritional sciences from Colorado State University. And we've had Dr. Hansen on the show before. Welcome back. Thanks. It's great to be back. Any uh, any things you would add? Any myths that you would add to that list that we just got to get rid of? Uh, no more myths, I guess. I, <laughs> I I'm here also uh, representing UtahRunning.com. Okay. And I uh, I uh, and I uh, I have a big interest in the Huntsman Games, and and uh, it's again good to be back here again. Well, awesome. We're glad to have you back, and look forward to our visit today. We're actually going to talk about. A topic that's kind of a hot one out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people are uh, subscribing to it. Especially on social media. Especially on social media, but uh, also just that plain old word of mouth gets around. We're going to talk about the keto diet today. Yes. So let's uh, jump right into it by, first of all, explaining for those of us who maybe have heard of it but aren't really familiar with what it is, what is the keto diet? The keto diet is where you... I. Uh, force the body to make ketones that's the quick and broad answer but uh what is keto it is really a form of starvation okay and that is what is missed you mentioned that that uh, there's a lot of interest in it, a lot of what i call testimonialism and driven by social media and what people are overlooking is the science behind what is actually happening happening when you make ketone bodies so so that's the end result of what we're trying to get to. But but what does it look like? Like if, if I'm a keto practitioner, 
what does my everyday diet look like? Your diet is, uh, it could be uh, low in calories. Most likely, it is very high, too high in fat. Okay. And very, very low in carbohydrate. Okay. So that's the... That's his calling card. You want to cut out the carbs yes. and increase the fats. Yes. Okay, so that's a keto diet. So examples of food would be don't eat bread, yeah, but any, do eat bacon. Eat ba- exactly, yeah. Anything that is <laughs> okay, uh, fat, dripping fat. <laughs> okay, so, so that's, uh, that, that kind of gives you an idea of what we're talking about when we say keto. We're talking yes. about low carbs, high fat. Yes. Okay, and you mentioned uh, just right off the bat that that's a, that's a starvation technique. That's a... A yeah. starvation approach because you're eliminating a very important aspect of of your nutritional needs. Yeah, it is. You're eliminating carbohydrate. Now, uh, a little bit more about starvation. It uh, there are many forms of starvation, not just one. I think when when uh, when I say starvation or you mention it, people think of no calories at all, kind of the prison camp kind of of wasting away of right. starvation. Those, those that pitch, is one kind. Those pictures of those little children in Africa with the bloated bellies from not having any food in them. Yeah, that would be uh, another form of starvation. Uh, it could be what's called uh, kwashiorkor, and that is protein starvation. It uh, And so there are many different kinds of starvation. I would even make the argument that, that uh, like scurvy, what is that a, a starvation of? Well, vitamin C. Yeah, it, uh, absolutely. Uh, there are many different nutrients we have to have in our body. If you eliminate any of them, then uh, you will go into starvation mode. Now, one thing about starvation that, that uh, is true no matter what kind it is, it is detrimental to your health and it will result in death. It is lethal. So we want to avoid that. We want to avoid starvation. <laughs> I'm against starvation because of that. Well, and it's not fun either. Yeah, it's not fun either. Yeah. So um, I think I think you're you're convincing me as well. Let's let's avoid the starvation aspect, right? So so keto is as we've said, it's eliminate the carbs, up the fat. Um, we hear we hear though, you know, as we said on social media or just in as you said t- testimonials, that man, I've been doing this and I've been losing a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. So wh- where are we going with that? Like how do we how do we get past that concept of it seems to be working for me? Well, we need to look at the science. Okay. And uh, a couple things up front that I hear a lot are that uh, keto will enhance fat metabolism, and that is not correct. So that's the one that I've heard. Like yeah. you, you get these ketones going, and it helps burn that fat and you know that's what we want to do because yep. we've got we're carrying around too much fat anyway. So th- that's the part that I've heard a lot. Yeah, when, when and, we talk and about keto. I we'll look at the science of that in a minute, okay. and I, I and show why that isn't true. And we've known this for a very long time. Now the second thing about the weight loss, I actually agree that it causes weight. You're going to lose weight. Yeah, you will lose weight, but it is crucial to understand it is the wrong kind of weight. And uh, we'll discuss that as well and then come back to what is actually happening with these ketones that you get when you starve yourself of carbohydrate. So let's jump into that. So Let, that's, that's a phrase that you also hear connected, the, the ketones and ketosis. Mm-hmm. On the surface, let's admit, it, it sounds intriguing. And yes. like I said, we've got too much fat. The thing we want to do is get rid of fat, right? We want to get rid of fat, yep. Yeah, but so let's, what's uh, the science? Let's look at the science. And, we, and we're going to, uh, it's one of those things I tell people, I don't make the rules, I play by them. So the, <laughs> uh, the, the biochemistry is what I'm basing all this on, and, and uh, I'll try to keep it as simple as I can. But... 
when you use fat, metabolize fat, you turn it into energy. And uh, when you're using fat, it's a process called beta oxidation. You break down fat into essentially two carbon units. Okay, and and uh, uh, these two carbon units to completely use those units, those two carbon units, you need to have carbohydrate. Now, thirty years ago, when I was uh, uh, getting a degree in, in exercise physiology, and it is still true today, I remember learning that uh, a phrase that fat burns in a carbohydrate flame, and it is true. To completely, completely use fat, you need to have a little bit of carbohydrate. Just a little bit. The body wants to use fat. And if you are in good shape training for the Huntsman Games, you're <laughs> actually uh, enhancing your ability to use fat. Okay. And so uh, that is how you enhance fat metabolism. But let's go back to those two carbon units that you are making. And let's go back to the starvation that is happening. When you are starved of car- of carbohydrate then you can't use those two carbon fragments and complete the fat metabolism. Okay. Now, the, they do not magically disappear. The, That's they what I was going to say. So what happens to yeah, them? Yeah, what happens to them? Your body will buy time by taking those two carbon units and making them into ketone bodies, and there are three of them. And uh, the, the one that, that uh, I'll mention is I'll, I'll hear people say, yeah, I've adapted to ketosis and ketone metabolism. And uh, they'll mention beta-hydroxybutyrate, uh, uh, BHB. And you can get kits to prick your finger and see if you've got that in your blood. Yeah. And I'll hear uh, that, oh, then you've adapted to, key, uh, to ketone use. And actually, I counter saying no. There is no adaption going on there whatsoever. What's happening is you have a whole bunch of these two carbon units that your body has to do something with. So it'll make a four carbon fat metabolite and store it in your blood. This is a, this type of fat is actually what's called soluble. It'll mix with water and your blood is mainly Water, water yeah. right? So you're buying time. When people say, hey, I, I'm starting to adapt to ketosis, I counter and say, no, you're buying time so that you don't die. <laughs> Let's just be uh, candid here, right? I'm not going to pull any punches. You're just buying time so that you don't wow. die. You don't die. Your body has to do something with those, and so it'll store it in the blood until it can metabolize them completely and that's the second part of this whole story okay so what so what is the second part the second part now, is now you've really got yeah. me like all, all <laughs> these ketones are like floating around in your blood it feels like that's probably not going to be a good thing it's not a good thing it, it uh <laughs> there your body does have some very minor ways of getting rid of them uh they even spill into your urine a little bit but this is not good usually when you got ketones in your urine you should go to a doctor okay you know, it uh when you but anyway, what happens to those ketones? Well, you're buying time. That is what ketosis is when you've got lots of ketones in your, in your bloodstream. Now, uh, you do, let's take a step back. To use, to completely metabolize fat, you have to have a little bit of carbohydrate, a little bit of carbohydrate. And uh, uh, Now, when you say a little bit, like are you talking about like a six-pack of Snickers bars or are you talking about like one piece of toast? 
The uh, I'm talking about. Uh, I'll use a. Uh, I'm trying to cover all of our bases yeah. here. Please, please don't break my heart. Please yeah, don't yeah. break my heart. The uh, you have to have what I would call adequate, you know. And I'm kind of sidestepping your question, but I think I can better uh, address it in just a minute. Okay. Okay. okay? The uh, uh, but you have to have carbohydrate in your diet, okay, to completely metabolize. So your buying time. Now, what the body will do, it will start to do something called gluconeo genesis and that means to arise new glucose and i i it will make glucose carbohydrate out of what's called lean body mass and i brought in my uh, toys i i uh, I've got a model of of a pound of fat i could hold it in both hands here this is a, yeah. a plastic model but i uh, it will make it from muscle okay the uh, my prop that i have in my hand now Let's do some numbers because uh, this is all science and, and I, I, the numbers don't lie. Okay, now I'm going to better answer your question okay. about the adequacy that you have to have to stay alive. Now, we're not talking about training at all, we're talking about just staying alive. Right, right. You're going to need about 150 grams of carbohydrate per day. Every day. Every day. And yep. what does that look like in it, food? In mm. food, it would look. Um, I want to say a bowl of cereal. Yeah, well, a, a couple of bowls. Yeah, couple it, bowls. Uh, uh, it would look like not very much. I'll put it that way. It depends on what <laughs> type you're talking about, you know. And this is where I would say uh, I should have brought the wife in, who's a dietitian, to uh, yeah. give us a better description. But, uh, but to answer your question, what would it look like? I uh, from the body, you can get about 150 grams of carbohydrate out of a pound of muscle. I'm holding it up. It, uh, uh, in yeah. my hands uh, to, to show uh, both of you, but it's I could I'm holding about a, think of like a one pound roast. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know, or or four quarter pounders or something like that. Now that is lean body mass. I can convert the energy in this into energy and carbohydrate, and I uh, use about 150 grams of lean body mass to do that. Now, so you're you're just eating your muscles. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that is what gluconeogenesis is. And so I'm going to step back to my second point about I agree with people when they say I'm losing weight yeah, that on happens. keto. And I agree, but what they're losing is lean body mass, muscle. Which you don't want to lose. You Which you don't want to lose. Yeah, I'm, I'm pointing uh, out the obvious, but I just want to emphasize you don't want to lose lean body mass. Exactly. Exactly. It uh, now it uh, I'll have people say I have seen that work because I lost three pounds last week, and I'll say that's all. You know, if you're doing keto right, it'd probably be a little bit more. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we're visiting with Weber State Professor of Nutrition, Dr. Rodney Hansen. Um, we're talking about the keto diet and really some of the uh, the challenges that the science thrust into all of the 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 social media fervor about how effective that it can be. Uh, you, you've acknowledged that, of course, you can lose weight, but you're kind of going about it the wrong way and maybe even losing the kind of weight that you don't want exactly. to lose. Yeah, you're losing weight, but what people want to lose is lose fat. Right. Usually they got a little bit too much fat, and they, that's what they want to lose, but that is not what the keto diet targets. And not to point out the obvious, but our bodies are made up of both fat and muscle. Exactly, yep. And, and the body will use whatever it needs to, to keep itself alive. Yeah, but it... If it's got uh, the tools, it'll use the fat first, but if it doesn't have the tools, it'll use the muscle first. 
it uh, it'll use the tools to that it needs to use both. I would say, okay. you know, it uh, everything works in what, what's called in concert. You know, the uh, and that's why you have to have a, a diet that is adequate in protein, adequate in uh, uh, carbohydrate, adequate in fat. So we're using these words adequate. Yes. And I think that that's a, you know, it's a very, um, I mean, that's, I'm sure that's the right way. That's the good way to describe it. But basically what you're talking about is just your, your simple common sense, middle school health class lessons that you learned about how to eat a balanced diet, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. It, uh, uh, you know, and at this point I'll give a quick plug for, uh, dietitians, registered dietitians. My wife is one and, and, uh, actively works with, with that type of counseling to get them to where they need to be the uh but yes getting back to your question it is uh, I, 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 a term i've heard a lot is everything in moderation and it's true it is you know it uh uh there's a balancing act to everything i tell my students at weaver state university that too often times we look at nutrition as black and white the good guy and the bad guy and everything is a balancing act everything is and and you see that especially so often within the social media construct and yes. you know Dr. Google or how, however you want to describe it you see so many conflicting studies and so much conflicting information mm-hmm. that it can be hard yes. to kind of sort through it all and decide this is this is the the quote unquote the truth right exactly so how do you address that aspect of it because i think that's a real frustration that i've experienced and i think others feel the same way you know you you see one mm-hmm. thing that says one thing you scroll down and you see something that says the exact opposite yeah it uh and this is where i uh, you've got to be discriminating and and i uh, i truly understand what you're looking at and again i'm uh, gonna fall back on it we need to listen to the true health experts out there the dietitians and the the scientists that that truly have the background to interpret what is going on a good example of that again is is what we've been talking about. I'll hear people say you can lose weight on the keto diet, and you do. Yeah, but it's not the right kind of weight. It's not what you want. Yeah, you want to look at at the components of the body to truly get to what is actually happening. I think it's it's fair to point out that you can have tests done that determine how much body weight is fat and how much body weight is muscle. Yep. Oh so yes. You, so you can actually see what you're losing. Yes, exactly, and it's not hard to do. No. Uh, we do it in class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and we've we've seen that, and I think that that's an important tool that can be used because so many times the tool that we default to is the bathroom scale, right? Exactly, yeah. And, and, and it provides some information, but it's definitely not giving you the whole story. Exactly. So um, we've only got about a minute left uh, to visit with you. I, I think you've made a pretty good case scientifically. You said you were going to get scientific, and you did. You, you, you did threw a great out job acronyms on that, yes. and big words and Latin and everything. That was great. Um, <laughs> we've talked about this, just this common sense approach. Just really quickly, what would a good common sense diet look like? Good common sense diet. It would have uh, all the nutrients and balance that you need, and uh, we don't have time to go into all what the, all those numbers right, would be. Right. Uh, again, uh, I'll give a, a plug. Listen to the, a registered dietitian when you need your advice. You know, and and one other piece of advice I would give that I that I give to my students as well. We are wired and plumbed to enjoy eating, and usually when you're sure. not <laughs> when you're not doing it right, when you're doing restrictive diets and so forth, you're doing it wrong. You're not enjoying it. That's not the way that you are designed 
to be, especially well, I, I sort as an of athlete. I fit that design. Just look at me. I fit that design. I enjoy eating. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Dr. Hansen, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Now, You've you've competed in the Huntsman World Senior Games before. Are you are well? You they, uh, for this I year? want to. It's one of those problems okay, I have okay, is timing. right when the Huntsman Games are on is my busiest time of year. But my wife is uh, has been very active in it, and and uh, as I'm nearing retirement, I plan to be too. Well, keep us on your list for sure. <laughs> oh, I, it is on my list. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, again, thank you for joining us, and we'll we'll have to have you come back sometime. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Yes, Kyle. Now is the time. Yes, because it's getting late in the year. Yes, we're, we're more than halfway through July. That means that it is definitely time to register for the Huntsman World Senior Games. Incidentally, you might find it interesting to know that we have almost 8,000 registered participants right now. I know, it's amazing. Which, which for this time of year for us is great. In fact, we're on track to set a participation record if we keep moving in the direction that we're going. And you don't want to deprive us of that, so you better get yourselves registered right now. Now is the time. If you're interested in being a part of the Huntsman World Senior Games, and we hope that you're interested in being a part of the Games, get registered. Get it on your calendar. Use that motivation to help you really live the active life. And some of our sports are filling up. So take advantage of the time that you have. It's very easy to register. Just visit SeniorGames.net and click on Register. The process is simple. It's fast. It's secure. And before you know it, you'll be ready to become one of the more than 11,000 athletes that we anticipate competing this year. If it's not more than. If it's not more than. And the dates for the 2019 Huntsman World Senior Games are October 7th through the 19th. So you've got a little bit of time, but don't wait too long. Yeah. Now is the time. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games. Of course, you can also subscribe to our podcast anywhere that podcasts are found. Once you've subscribed, give us a rating, write a quick review. You can really make a difference in helping us spread the word. You can also find this and previous shows right on our website, at SeniorGames.net, which is incidentally where you go to register for the games. One more time, SeniorGames.net. Check that out. Our inspirational thought for the day, Jeff. Yes. The struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need for tomorrow. Closing out the truth. Amen. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone.